Aloha, beautiful soul. You're listening to the Uplifting Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Lee. I am a soulful business coach and public speaker who is obsessed with human design and continuous growth and evolution. This podcast is for the soul-driven woman who is ready to energetically align with the highest version of herself so she can make quantum leaps in her life and business. My mission is to help you uncover your naked truth, the real you when you strip down all the conditioning and limiting beliefs around who you should be, stop making excuses, and step into your true power. Each week, I bring you powerful conversations with women who are taking up space and owning their zone of genius, as well as solo episodes from me to support your journey to live an authentic life. If you're ready to liberate your true self and up-level all areas of your life and business, then you've come to the right place. Thank you so much for pressing play. Now let's find out what's uplifting you today. Aloha, beautiful soul, and welcome back to the Uplifting Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the story of my move and how this helped me strengthen my core stability. We're going to dive into how you can begin to create and strengthen core stability in your own life so that you can stabilize the breakthroughs that you're having through the personal development work that you're doing and release self-sabotaging patterns. If you follow me on Instagram and watch my stories, you've probably heard a lot of the story around my most recent move. In case you missed it, I created two highlights on my Instagram page that document the whole process. At the end of August, my previous landlord informed me that they were going to be selling my condo and that I would need to move out by the end of my lease, which was on October 14th. When I got the news that I would need to find a new place to live, I was really resistant towards it. There was a part of me that really wished that I could find a way to stay in my current place because the past year in that space had been so expansive. And I had moved there from a place that was really not the right environment for me. And as somebody who has an undefined G-Center, being in the correct environment is really important to me. And so I could see the difference over the past year that being in the right environment had on my life, my business, and my relationships. I was really resistant towards this change that was being initiated by the universe. It wasn't something that I wanted. It wasn't something that I had initiated like my previous move the year before. I had initiated that move because I knew I needed to get out of the environment I was in. And there wasn't this pressure of having to find a place by a certain date. So it was a lot easier for me the year before to trust my inner authority that I would find the right place in the right time. This was a whole different scenario this year where I wasn't planning on moving in a year. I was hoping to be at that place until I buy my own place, which I'm planning on eventually moving to the island of Hawaii, which is known as the Big Island, and purchasing land there, building a house there. I just knew the timing wasn't correct for that yet. I know that that's eventually going to be where 
I go, I know that that island is really calling to me. But again, it's all about divine timing. It's about the correct timing. So I really thought that I was going to be at my previous place for, you know, another few years until I moved to Hawaii Island. When that didn't happen, and I had to find a new place, there was so much in me that was clinging to my old place. I kept on saying, I don't want to move. I love my apartment. I just wish I could stay here. I would say probably for the first month, you know, so until really towards the end of September, I was really resistant towards moving. And then the reality really started to sink in that I was going to have to move regardless if I liked it or not. And I wasn't finding any places that I really loved. You know, I had put in applications to a few places that I felt like were a good fit, you know, that I felt good in, but places just kept on falling through. There were lots of other places that I could have taken. I actually got approved for a place shortly after I found out that I was going to have to move. The first place I actually went and saw, I loved. And it was an amazing location, bigger space, gorgeous lanai, but they wanted me to move in immediately. And it would only be a six-month lease. And that just didn't feel right to me. Something was saying, this isn't it, like you'll be making this decision out of fear. And so I actually turned down that first place because I trusted that there would be something else out there for me that would be the perfect fit. All of the places afterwards that I had applied to weren't working out. And as that was happening, I started to question myself. I started to doubt trusting my inner authority. I started to really criticize myself and be like, just pick a place already. Come on, why are you taking so long? Why are you feeling this resistance? Why is this not flowing the way that we expected? And that's the thing is I had so many expectations about how this move was going to go. I set the intention at the beginning when I found out that I was going to have to move that I would find the right place. It would be easy. It would be effortless. It would flow. Things would fall into place. And when I look back at the process, that did happen. But I created a lot of chaos during the process because my mind so desperately wanted to control and wanted to find security in so much uncertainty. You know, this time was filled with so much unknowing, so much uncertainty. I had this deep feeling within that I was being led somewhere by the universe, but I couldn't see where I was being led. And that was such a terrifying process to continue to step out and walk in faith, even when I couldn't see where I was being led. Every single day, I was scouring multiple websites. You know, I was on Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, these other rental websites that I didn't even know existed prior. And I was constantly searching for new listings. And I have a 14-year-old miniature dachshund. And here in Hawaii, finding a place that allows animals can be quite challenging. My search was pretty much cut in half, if not by two-thirds, because of having a pet. Finding a place was challenging, let alone finding a place that I felt was a hell yes, that really was the right place. So I saw lots of places that, for whatever reason, didn't feel right. And that was the thing was like, I could see how my mind wanted to make sense of it all. 
wanted to find the logical reasoning. And a lot of times it wasn't logical. Like I would see these places and it'd be like, yeah, well, the price is right. You know, it's not a bad place. Like it checks things off the list. But there was just something in me that was like, this isn't the place. And it was so hard for me to communicate that to others, you know, especially my parents. I felt a lot of pressure coming from them to find a place. And I found out later on that I actually was projecting this pressure from them. They actually were so supportive throughout the process. But I knew that if I didn't find a place in this time period, I was going to have to move in with my parents. I thought that they didn't want that. But really, my parents, we had this discussion later on, and they were like, no, we we would love for you to stay here if that's what you need. We just want what's best for you. They were really praying that things would work out so that, you know, I didn't have to move in with them because they didn't want me to have to move, you know, my stuff multiple times, and they just knew that that would be more of a hassle. And so it wasn't that they didn't want me to move in with them. But I had this feeling and it was really, it was my own shit, you know, it was really my own shit of coming to the surface of feeling like I was going to be a failure if I had to move in with my parents. You know, I had all of these expectations about how it was going to go. And then, you know, this whole process of the move, how it was going to go. And then when it started to not appear to my logical mind that it wasn't working out that way, Because really, it was working out the way that I intended. Everything was happening exactly as it should. I just couldn't see it. And my logical mind wanted to make sense of it at all. And it wanted to have this certainty and this clear knowing that things were going to fall into place. But I couldn't see that at that time. And so it brought up a lot of old wounds. It brought up a lot of old triggers and traumas to the surface that honestly had been right under the surface the whole time. They were just waiting for something like this, an event like this, to shake things up, to bring them to the surface so that they could be healed. And that's exactly what happened. I really faced so many of my shadows during this time. A part of me even judged myself for that thinking, wow, Randy, like, shouldn't you be more evolved in this? Why are you experiencing all these shadows? It's just a move. It's no big deal. But I had to experience these shadows. Even the shadows were happening for me. What I really experienced during this whole process was a test of my core stability. Core stability is your ability to stand in your unique gifts and maintain a deep sense of trust and grounding in your purpose, even when things are happening that are beyond your control. This comes from finding balance between the gene keys in your radiance and your purpose. These two gene keys come from your unconscious sun and earth. So it comes from the design of your body, this unconscious design. In human design, Ra called your unconscious design the vehicle. And so it's so important for us to find stability in the vehicle because our conscious design is the passenger. It's not even the driver of the vehicle. The driver of our vehicle is our energetic monopole. And if you want to learn more about the energetic monopole, go and listen to the episode called Your Inner GPS, 
where I dive really deep into the G-Center. The G-Center, which is the home of the energetic monopole, that's the driver of the vehicle, the driver of our unconscious design. So our conscious design is the passenger that's sitting in the back seat of the vehicle, just looking out the window, watching the movie. And so in order for our conscious design to actually function properly, to actually be able to function in its fullest potential, the vehicle has to be operating correctly. The vehicle has to be operating at its highest potential. And this is what comes from finding balance and elevating our frequency in the spheres of our radiance and our purpose, because these are the primary archetypes in our unconscious design. It's our unconscious sun and our unconscious earth. These are going to be patterns, unconscious patterns that can hold you back, that can prevent your conscious design from functioning optimally. And this is where we can really see then the shadows of our life's work and evolution, which is our conscious sun and earth. We can see those shadows really present when we do not have core stability. When we find core stability, when we actually elevate our frequency in our unconscious design, in our unconscious sun and earth, we're less likely to express the shadows in our conscious design, in our life's work and evolution, because we have that deep grounding in our vehicle. Our vehicle is operating at a higher frequency, which then allows our conscious design to shine through. And when we start to become more aware of these unconscious patterns and create core stability, we often don't see the shadows of our life's work and evolution triggered. And this is exactly what I experienced during my move. I saw the shadows of my radiance and my purpose come up because my core stability was being tested. I have 32.2 in my radiance and 42.2 in my purpose. The shadow of 32 is failure and the shadow of 42 is expectation. You heard throughout this story, both of those shadows coming through. I really had all of these expectations about how things were going to work out when I was going to find a place, I mean, any place that there could be an expectation, I had an expectation. And when things did not appear to be working out in accordance with those expectations, I started to feel like a failure. When I started to think that it was a really big possibility that I would have to be moving in with my parents, this shadow of failure really started to sink in. This happened when I found out that the place that I really loved, it was my number two place that I really loved. My number one place didn't end up working out, but this was like a very close second. And I had put in an application, things actually started to move forward. The property manager actually is a dachshund lover. And so we connected because I have a miniature dachshund the application started to move forward really quickly. And I thought I was going to sign the lease the next day. Well, the next day, the property manager reached out to me to let me know that the owner of the condo had decided to rent it out to somebody else and was taking it off the market. I was really devastated at that moment. This was on October 6th. I was less than 10 days out from having to move out from my current place 
and I was having to start all over again. I didn't have really any prospects of places. Based on the rate that things had been going, every time that I applied for a place, it took almost a week, if not more, for the application to either get approved or get denied to hear anything back. Things were very slow at this time. Mercury was also in retrograde during this time. So there was a lot of delays. I really at that point was like, I'm going to have to move in with my parents. And that's when this shadow of failure really became present to me. I could see this resistance. And I decided that evening after I had gotten that news that I wasn't going to get this apartment, I decided that I was going to do a swamping exercise. Swamping is an embodiment practice that I learned from Mama Gina. You can read about it in her book, Pussy. The way that I do it is I take myself on a movement journey using sound. I'll start out with songs that really bring up those intense emotions. I want to evoke tears. I also want to evoke rage and anger and let all of that emotionality, I want that to all come out into the surface because there's so much wisdom when we actually allow ourselves to fully feel these emotions in a safe container. So, you know, I had pillows that I could scream into, that I could punch, that I could, you know, really just move and express these emotions freely and openly. So I set the tone. I had candles out. I created a really comfortable space for me to move, got the speakers for the music, created a playlist, and I started journaling in the beginning. And what came through during that journaling was really powerful. What I saw was my younger self, like between 13 and 15 years old. And she was really terrified because she didn't feel like she had a place where she belonged. And all she wanted was to feel this security. What I wrote down in my journal was that I didn't want to go backwards. I was so afraid to go back to this previous versions of myself where I lacked security, where it felt like, you know, one thing would go wrong and then everything would start to crumble around me. And that's what it was beginning to feel like in this moment of trying to find a place was nothing was working out, felt like the rug was pulled out from underneath my feet and I had no foundation. And it felt like everything was just beginning to crumble around me. And I had this deep fear that I was going backwards. And for me, that felt like failure. If I go backwards, then I'm a failure. But what I realized in that moment was I could actually never go backwards because I'm not the same person that I am even yesterday. I am continually growing, changing, evolving. And so it's impossible for me to actually ever go backwards. Even if I were to go and live with my parents, there's no way that it would actually be moving backwards because I would be a completely different person than the last time I lived with my parents. This realization allowed me to really surrender. And it was because I had the courage to look into that fear of failure, to look into my expectations. And it was only through allowing, accepting, and embracing the failure and the expectation that I began to surrender, that I began to let go. And that's 
where then everything started to fall into place. And honestly, I believe everything was already in place beforehand. It was just me who created the apparent chaos. So when this happened, it was on a Thursday that I found out that I wasn't going to get the apartment. Well, that following Monday, the property manager reached out to me and said, hey, are you still interested in the place? The owner was supposed to rent it out to their son. Their son decided that they're not going to move in. It's now available. So of course I said, yes, I want it. I'm still interested. And he said, you're going to have to pay the deposit and the prorated rent today to secure the place. As you know, I own my own business. And so I have multiple accounts. I have an account where money gets deposited. And then based on, you know, how much we make each month, we put it into different accounts. Like I'll pay myself. I'll put money into my business spending account. I'll put money into savings. But everything kind of goes into this deposit account, which is on Capital One. So it's not instant that I can transfer money. And so I wasn't actually going to have the money available in my checking account to pay the deposit and the rent. But that day, somebody had paid in full for the next round of Chart Reading Mastery. And it was the exact amount that I needed to pay the rent and the deposit. And this individual had paid on PayPal. So because it was paid on PayPal, I was able to instantly transfer it to my account. And after the fees, you know, that PayPal takes out to instantly transfer it, the amount that was transferred, the last four numbers were 5353. 53 is my evolution. It's my conscious earth. It's my biggest teacher. And 53 is super abundance. And I saw in that moment how I was being divinely guided the whole time. I had to wait until that day, October 10th, to sign the lease, to pay the deposit. It was only then that everything was in place. So all of the delays, all of the resistance, all of the shadows that came up were even, even in those, I was being divinely guided because it all led me here to this space. And it couldn't have happened a moment sooner. It's so unbelievable to me to look back now to see how everything happened exactly as it should. And what this did is it created a deep level of trust in my body, in the cells of my body. I now not only understand my gene keys, my 32 and my 42, my radiance and my purpose, I now not only understand those intellectually, but I know them. I know them on a deep level. They have been so present in my life and have given me the most divine gift that I didn't even know that I needed. All of these shadows, these traumas, these woundings that came to the surface, all needed to come to the surface to be healed so that I could deepen this trust so that I could move my understanding of my gene keys, of my hologenetic profile from my mind into the cells of my body. I didn't even know this was something that I needed. You know, my life was going pretty great before this, and I thought I had a pretty deep level of trust. 
But this showed me the areas where I was still not trusting in life, where I was still not trusting my inner authority, where I was still not trusting in the universe, where I was still not trusting that things were happening for me. It brought this up to be healed so that I can deepen that trust. This is core stability. It's the ability to fill this deep trust in the cells of our body so that we can stand in our gifts even when things are happening that are beyond our control. Because the reality is that things are always going to be happening that are beyond our control. We're not always going to see where we're being led. But if we can trust even in the unknown, even in the uncertainty, we can stand in our gifts and we can stay deeply grounded in our purpose. And that's why I'm so excited to share with you this deep wisdom that I've gained from this experience in a live transmission I'm calling Stabilize Your Breakthrough by Unlocking the Higher Frequency in Your DNA. This live transmission will be held on 11.11 on Zoom, and we'll be diving into four spheres in your hologenetic profile, your radiance, your purpose, your SQ, and your core, or your vocation. These four spheres come from your unconscious design. We have your unconscious sun and earth and your unconscious Mars and Venus. These four spheres create core stability in your purpose and in your relationships. This live transmission will be recorded and you'll have lifetime access to the recording and the slide deck within 24 hours of the call if you're unable to attend live. Space is limited to keep the call intimate and so that I can provide individualized support to help you unlock what core stability looks like in purpose and relationships. I'll have you bring your Gene Keys profile and we will dive into your specific Gene Keys in these four spheres of radiance, purpose, SQ, and vocation so that you have a deep understanding in what core stability looks like in your life and how you can start to create aligned action to deepen your core stability right now. Go to the link in the show notes to register, and I can't wait to see you for this live transmission that will completely shift you at a cellular level. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I look forward to connecting with you in the next one. Aloha. Thank you so much for sharing a piece of your day with me. I know you could literally be anywhere else doing anything else, so the fact that you've chosen to be here with me means the world. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. My favorite thing is connecting with you on Instagram. So come follow me at I am Randy Lee and take a screenshot of this episode to let me know what resonated with you the most or what your biggest takeaways are. You can also rate and review the podcast on iTunes, which helps get the podcast heard by more people. I personally read all of the reviews and love hearing how I can continue to improve this podcast for you. Don't forget that you are uniquely made and that is your superpower. Until next time, stay uplifted.